You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. Happy birthday, Janet Jackson. You know, we were just talking about Janet. 57 years old and still thriving. She is still on tour doing her thing. And uh, that's a throwback song right there. That was a good choice, Andy. Very, very. That was a great choice right there. Uh, I'm happy to be with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 on your drive home. If you're in traffic or if you're at home already kicking your feet up. Either way, glad to be with you. And you are always welcome to call if you have any questions or you want to give your opinion about anything. Feel free to do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us live right now at KBLA 1580 on our YouTube page. And we are at KBLA 1580 on all of our social media platforms. We try to make it easy for you. You can follow me as well at Robin Ayers, and you should because it's just a nice thing to do. I believe I'm following you back. If if you've said hello and introduced yourself, then I'm pretty sure I followed you back. Uh, But listen, if you don't want to do any of those things, you can feel free to use our open mic feature, which is on our app at the bottom of of the app. You can open that up and you can say hello to... Any of your favorite uh, talent here uh, at the station or give your input or anything like that. You never know. You may end up hearing your voice on the radio station on one of these shows as well. We have a great show lined up for you. And uh, but before we get into what we're talking about today, I want to give you an update. Yes, it is Janet Jackson's birthday. If you have not seen her in concert close to you and you want to do that, go ahead and get yourself a ticket. But also, here's an update. I recently talked about Angela D. Williams. She was the, or is the, um, attorney. She's the public defender who is representing one of the clients in the RICO case, that YSL case. I talked about her, and you'll remember, if you remember this this, uh, topic, she basically said that she wanted to start an OnlyFans page because she couldn't afford it. They were not they were paying her pennies and she said she needed to start an OnlyFans page, which we already talked about what that is, um, in order to make ends meet. Turns out they were paying her as well as a few other attorneys. They were paying a total of fifteen thousand dollars for the trial. But she said that the trial would pretty much last for the entire year. And that was not nearly enough money. So she was just like, listen, can you can you bump it up some? And they definitely did. Looks like they have gotten themselves a hefty pay raise. Good for them. They are now up to fifty five thousand dollars for the trial. So that is great news. I would be so happy with that. From 15000 to 55000 I'm sure she's happy to go to work now. So good for her. Good for the other attorneys involved. And again, this YSL case is a big one. And uh, we'll have updates as they come along. We also want to say congrats to Beyonce, who you know is already, uh, she's on tour right now. She's doing her thing. And uh, we're seeing all these clips online. They look really good. But she actually just uh, announced in a in a very subtle way that she's working on uh, what seems to be a hair care line, which is pretty cool. I don't know if you know this, but her mom used to have a salon as uh, as Beyonce and her younger sister Solange were coming up and 
she actually wrote a, a little note. It says, how many of y'all knew my first job was sweeping hair in my mama's salon? Destiny's Child, which was her mega group, got our start by performing for clients while they were getting their hair done. I was exposed to so many different kinds of entrepreneurial women in her salon. She says, I saw firsthand how the ways we nurture and celebrate hair can directly impact our souls. She goes on to say that... Um, she says, I've always dreamed of carrying on her legacy, talking about her mom. I can't wait for you to experience what I've been creating. So it's pretty cool if she is going to get into the hair care uh, industry. I think it's fantastic. Again, because we were recently talking about all of these artists, no matter how wealthy you, you are, it would be a great idea to diversify your portfolio. And this would certainly be it for Beyonce. So... We might be getting some B hairline. You never know. Hair care products. Uh, we also, with this update, last update for you, we want to send a congratulations out to gospel artist Kiara Sheard and her husband, amazing landscaper, her husband, Jordan Kelly. They announced that they are having a baby finally because they kept having a series of miscarriages and if you are a woman and you've had a miscarriage you you know what that pain could be like so congratulations to that happy couple but let's go ahead and talk about what we are breaking down today on the raw report andy let's get it now it's time for a breakdown Woo! we talked about gabrielle union yesterday but listen i have to talk about it again we have to talk about it again because she went, she had an interview and she was talking about splitting her bills 50 50 with her husband at her in her home. There, they make enough money, but she's she's splitting her bills 50 50. And social media users are so confused, they can't figure out why is she paying anything with a husband who is reportedly worth so much money. We're going to talk about that maybe that mindset, where that comes from. Do you agree or don't you agree? We're also going to talk about the weekend, the artist who is reverting back to his given name. We'll talk about why, what he says about that decision after becoming so successful as this artist. Uh, he's become extremely successful, but why he says he wants to, quote, kill the weekend. He says he wants to kill the weekend. We'll talk about why he wants to do that on the other side. And lastly, we will be talking about Lil Wayne. He's a rapper who... Ended his concert early. He ended a concert that he was already late for, by the way. He ended it early, but we'll talk about why people are heated at his decision to end the concert early. We will do that and introduce our entertainment contributor on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Every day. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report, Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, listen, I do have another question of the day that's up right now in our YouTube poll. Congratulations to Martha Stewart, I guess, uh, 81 years old, on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Is that a good direction for the sports magazine to go? Obviously, we know that this is a magazine that's had a legacy uh, of all kinds of beautiful women on the cover in their swimwear. 
And I have to admit, Martha Stewart looks real good. I'm not hating. She looks real good. She's 81 years old, and she has now, uh, she is now, uh, I think, the oldest woman who has been on the cover of the magazine. She looks great. She looks classy. But is this a good direction for the magazine? Well, uh, the, the poll is up, and you guys are answering right now inside the YouTube chat. So we'll leave that up and see what you all think in a little while. Um, let's go ahead and get to our contributor for the day, entertainment contributor and writer, Jill Monroe for EUR Web. Hello, Jill Monroe. How are you today? Hi, Robin. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much. And we do have some good news I want to share uh, while we, before we get into it all. Uh, I won't be here on Friday, but guess who will be here? Jill is going to be sitting in for the Raw Report, and I'm so excited for that, uh, Jill. I want to thank you again, once again, for uh, coming on Friday and sitting in my spot. I know you will be fantastic, and you have a, a good tribe of people behind you to support you. So we thank you for that. I am so excited, and I know the tribe is going to hold me down and <laughs> They're going to be missing you in your absence, but it's only one day, guys. So it's just, only one you know. day. But you know what? You are going to do a fantastic job. I'm not even uh, concerned about it whatsoever. So, um, Jill, I don't know if you listened to the, the conversation yesterday, but we, we talked about um, we talked about Gabrielle Union, who went on. She was talking about a scarcity mindset and how she makes all this money. Sure. But. She often gets afraid that if she doesn't make enough money, she's going to lack in paying for households that she does take care of. She also mentioned that she splits her household bills 50-50 with her husband, Dwayne Wade. And I did a little uh, Google search, and this you cannot necessarily rely on Google, but it says that she's worth $40 million. And her husband, Dwayne Wade, is worth $170 million. So the reason why social media users are so confused, and so many of them are speaking up, they're like, there's no way. <laughs> if I if my husband made that much money, there's no way I'm splitting it 50-50. Where do you stand on this? And is this a, a new standard? I know you and I, we talk gender wars, right? I don't know if this has anything <laughs> to do with it, but but give me your position on um, on. Is it fair? Is that something that you can see as being fair, splitting the bills 50-50 when you both are technically, essentially, you're rich? <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, I think with Gabrielle, it's you just talked about her saying that she has a scarcity mindset. Uh, uh, you know, she discussed that. So I think that that is part of it taken into account. And I think what also has to be taken into account is that Gabrielle Union was a fully-fledged adult with a prospering for career when she met Dwayne Wade. She was in her 30s. She had been through a divorce where she was the breadwinner, where she set the rules and the standard. Mm -hmm. So I think that part of it is a control thing and part of it is comfort. I think that when you're dealing with a wealthy man, you like to know that he's got it, but there also is something to be said about a control factor when you are wholly dependent on someone else. I mean, Gabrielle has probably several reasons, but I think the the optimal thing is she likes control. She seems to be a very independent woman, and if she falls short, he has her. So they have a, um, a kind of unconventional setup where they don't care about the rules, and I think it works for them. I agree with you. Um, I want to see if if Mimi wants to join in on this conversation. Mimi from Jacksonville, Florida. Get on in here. Hi, and welcome to the Raw Report, Mimi. Hi, Robin. Hi, Hi everyone. Mimi. 
First, I'd like to say, Robin, congratulations on your show. Thank you. I love your energy, your content. You're just wonderful. Oh, and thank I love you, you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Um, I want to just say, I've been saying this in the chat a couple of times. I really wish that these celebrities would top, stop telling us their business because we're not that interested. But <laughs> since she said that Gabrielle... Dwayne Wade makes so much more money than she does. I don't understand why he's not paying all the bills. Why are they going 50-50? I'm confused about that. <laughs> See, you're one of them, Mimi. You're one of the people who says, listen, I don't I don't understand it. Uh, the fact that he makes more money than I do, why isn't he paying for it all? So you're one of those people in that boat. Yes, because okay. Susie Orman says that if a woman makes less than her husband, yes, I did say Susie Orman, <laughs> The man should pay the majority of the bills. Okay, this is interesting. So, so, first of all, you follow Susie Orman in her in her financial literacy lessons. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not mad at that. That's a, if you don't know who Susie Orman is, she's a white woman who has got. Hey, she has been talking about financial oh, yeah. literacy for a very, very long time, and that's actually an interesting uh, <laughs> comment as well and and perspective because she deals and t- oh, she talks to everybody don't get me wrong but a lot of people follow Susie Orman who are from Susie Orman's mm-hmm. ethnicity versus a, a black family in the <laughs> black community I don't know if we if we follow it or or not but hey you do and I'm not I'm not mad at it um Mimi was there anything else that you wanted to what do you think about uh Martha Stewart in on the sports illustrated cover is that a good look she looked she looks great, but okay. after I found out about Angel Reese, I thought maybe they could have shared it, shared okay. the cover, you know? Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But, I mean, she did look good, right? 81 years she old. Looks she great. looks great. Well, Once Mimi, a model, always a model. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Listen, uh, we got to get you to call into the Rob Report more often. It's great to hear your voice, and I appreciate you. Thank you, Robin. Thank you so much. Enjoy your night. Um, Dion Davis says, why does it matter if the bills are getting paid? And that is the big question. Why does it matter? I do think it has much to do with the fact that both of them had gotten married a little bit older. It's different when you find someone in your younger years. So maybe you were in your early 20s or in your mid 20s or whatever, and you guys are building together. I think that does make a difference versus two people who are established in their careers. They do well for themselves in their careers, and then they get together. They're probably both like, listen, I'm going to hold my own down. I'm not going to rely on anybody, much like what you said, Jill. Uh, Gabrielle Union, whose interview this was, she said, you know, uh, she's she's splitting it 50 50. And absolutely. She's got other responsibilities. She's taking care of other households, just as Dwayne Wade is. So maybe that is just how they look at it. Like, listen, I love you. I got you. But we're going to do this thing half and half. Maybe that's I'm it. I'm not mad at it. It seems to work for them. And I mean, it's not like She's suffering for anything, and she seems to be treated well by her standards. So they look okay. happy, and she did post uh, a cute little, a cute little message on uh, Instagram, basically like I'm going to see my husband, who's giving me fifty fifty energy too. So uh, <laughs> you know, they don't look like the Wades, the Union Wades, don't look like they're hurting at all. So uh, good for them if, if that works for them. Whatever floats your boat. Um, let's go ahead and talk about The weekend. whose real name is Abel Maconan Tesfaye. 
He is reverting back to his given name. He is not going by The Weeknd. And as a matter of fact, he says he plans to kill, quote unquote, The Weeknd. And um, he basically had an interview where he said it's getting to a place in a time where I'm getting ready to close The Weeknd chapter. I'm still going to make music, maybe as Abel, maybe as The Weeknd. But I want to kill The Weeknd and I will eventually. I'm, I'm definitely trying to shed that skin and be reborn. And it's very interesting word that he used being reborn because Jill as you know and I'm sure I'm not necessarily the hugest fan of the weekend I I I salute him and all of his success and everything he's been able to accomplish I'm just not the biggest fan of his music but uh I will say I he's he's everywhere he's in all the headlines he pops up everywhere so you can't help but see that a lot of people as much as people support him and like his music, a lot of people have um, correlated some of the things that he said, some of the things that he's done to satanic rituals, um, face paintings that look sort of demonic, videos, all kinds of things. And so the fact that he says that he he wants to be reborn, he wants to shed the skin of the weekend and be reborn. Do you think there's any correlation there, Jill? Um, I think maybe, you know, artists go through phases. He was pretty young when he started out as The weekend. He may just be tired of the box that he feels being The weekend puts him in. We know he's making his acting debut next month on the HBO show that he also ex- executive produces, The Idol. And there's been a lot of conversation like that. So I think it might be, too, just, you know, tr- trying to elevate as an artist and ex- Band. It might have something to do with wanting to disassociate himself with maybe some things that other people associate the weekend with just as he grows and changes as an artist. So, I mean, I'm like you. I There are songs I'm a fan of some of the music, but I wouldn't say like I'm a weekend fan. I'm not like, let's go to the weekend show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, but, right. You know, but they're definitely songs that I appreciate and I vibe out to. And I think as an artist, we we see different forms of them all of the time. So that's not a problem true. for me. I, I, I hear that point. He uh, did go on to say he's he's actually working on another album as The Weeknd. And he says this is uh, basically his last hoorah as The Weeknd. And um, he made a good point, though, saying that he said everything he can say as the weekend. So maybe there is a different persona. There's something, a different message that will come out of Abel. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. We have yet to see, but you know what? It makes sense. If he is going in a different direction and he wants to shed what that image is of, of the weekend, I think it's fair. And I don't think we should box him in because other people have done it. Other people have look at lady Gaga. She's one Um, method man. He's another when he got into acting, Houston. I mean, even, yeah, Lala, she was going when she started acting. Alani, um, what's her last name? Yeah, right. I know. Well, whatever Lala's last name is. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> right. it might, not like that. We love you, Lala. Anthony. Oh, Lala Anthony. Anthony, that's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they the, so many people have done it and if and if that is in fact the direction that he wants to go, it would be unfair. We talked about recently how as fans and supporters of people, 
we tend to box you in. We don't want you to do anything other than what you're used than what we're used to receiving from you. We don't want you to veer off in a different direction. And it's really unfair to those people who want to grow and they want to evolve. I was having this conversation recently with uh, our colleague here at KBLA, Dominique DePrima, when we talked about Janelle Monet who has gone through so many different phases, sexuality, her identity, how she identifies, her clothing, her image. She's gone through so many different changes, and she's evolving, and it's beautiful. But people, if you're fans of her, she came out in 2010. And if you are fans of Janelle Monet and her music and how she looked, she used to come out in her tuxedos, all black and white, buttoned up. You could not see a, an inch of skin from this girl, woman. And now she's showing everything. She's so liberated. And it does. people don't know how to receive it. They don't know how to take it. But I do think it's a bit unfair to try to box people in when they want to evolve. Do you agree with that? I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. We're all growth. If you're not growing, you're stagnant. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I hear that. I agree with you. Uh, as for the weekend, though, Abel, <laughs> we have to start calling him Abel. Listen, I just did it with Black China. I said, from now on, I am going to call her Angela White. She's another one who's doing it. She's shedding yep. the the image and whatever Black China came with, whatever thoughts you had towards Black China. She was like, I'm I'm getting rid of it all. She's getting rid of the Botox and the fillers in her face. And she's getting rid of the silicone in her body and anything else. Getting rid of tattoos, all of that great stuff. So she's Angela White now. And he wants to be able. So I, I have to uh, change the way that I refer to him. And I think so many of us will. But uh, I digress on that point. He has, uh, just to, to kind of tie a bow on it, he has recently reached... The uh, two new titles in the Guinness Book of World Records, which is great for him, by the way. The most monthly Spotify listeners, he's reached 111.4 million listeners on Spotify as well as. Yeah, and he became the first artist to reach 100 million monthly listeners. So congratulations to The Weeknd, who's no longer going to be The Weeknd, but Abel. Listen, on that note, let's go ahead and get to some sports traffic and news. And uh, we'll get to the rest of our topics on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy Lil Real. All right, now I'm hanging out with Robin on The Raw Report. More of of The Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Happy birthday to Rob Tresman. Who knew that he shared the same birthday as Queen Janet Jackson? That right there is a woo. Rob Tresman, that just takes me back. That's nostalgic. I I love that. I love that. And it's fitting. You money can't buy you love. We just got done talking about Gabrielle Union, who's not trying to buy love. She's trying to go 50-50 on the household bills and love. Uh, so if you are just joining us, welcome to the Raw Report. Uh, we were talking about the weekend who wants to refer to his he wants to revert back to his given name, which is Abel McKen- McConan Tespe. Try to say that three times. 
you know, without stuttering. Uh, but good good for him. I don't know the reason. He just basically says there's nothing more for him to say as the weekend. He's he's tapped out. So uh, we'll see what that process is like and what kind of messages he's going to give us as able. Let's go ahead and get our entertainment contributor, Jill Monroe, back in here. So, hey, Jill, I'm wondering if you happen to see the video of rapper Lil Wayne, who was in concert, who, by the way, people... In Los Angeles at the Wiltern Theater, I was not there. Thank you so much, Andy. He was there, but he was, according to witnesses and people who were there live, he was late. He was three hours late, which a lot of people, by the way, a lot of artists already are. A lot of, I mean, we got Lauren Hill. People are always talking about Lauren Hill, who is is always late tons of people okay but they said that Lil Wayne was three hours late to his own concert and he did go on for about 30 minutes but then he went and put up a couple of different people and a new artist of his and I guess the the audience wasn't vibing the audience wasn't feeling it and they weren't giving him any energy Lil Wayne reportedly stops the concert has this whole rant about telling his artist he's like listen we not we not doing too much for them you know what i mean like we're we're he was just basically mad that the audience wasn't giving him what what they what he was expecting them to give his new artist and he ended the concert right then and there is this entitlement is this entitlement does or does he have the right i want to know where you stand with this joe i mean he was late so he doesn't to me have the right to do that but as a person you know an artist sure you can stop your show anytime you want to and if your audience then in turn never streams another little wayne song or album that's kind of what happens i think it's a you know it's a double process i understand you want to break your artists you want to present them to the crowd but you also know that these people are there to see you and you primarily and if you were late and then throw in these acts as filler, they're not going to have the same appreciation as maybe if you had been on time Mm -hmm. and done your 30 minutes and brought them in then. Mm. There is a conversation that's been, I'm sure you've heard it or been in the conversation yourself, where we talk about artists, comedians, actors, so many of these people who are starving to make it. They are starving to make it. So comedians, let's talk about them. They will be super funny. They stay up late. They travel far. They do whatever they have to do to gain an audience and become well-known for their craft. Oftentimes, when they do make it, people talk about the fact that they are no longer funny because they're no longer hungry. So uh, Kevin Hart has been in that conversation Tiffany Haddish has been in that conversation. Even Dave Chappelle. I just recently had a conversation or had a topic about Dave Chappelle who people say he's not as funny as he once was because he's no longer hungry for it and they've made it. So in that same sense, Lil Wayne, who is, listen, uh, Billboard, Billboard and Vibe had him in the top 10 rappers. And I won't I won't even deny that he he has made his way. And he is uh, he's definitely made his way in the top five for some people. So he has done enough. He has he has solidified himself and and he's concreted himself in the industry. But 
do we take advantage of that? Are you no longer hungry for that? Do you start to tap into this entitlement and think that you can use or take advantage of your audience who's there to see you? In a way, I think we do. I think I think not we because I, I don't I'm not there. I'm not entitled. But I think people like Lil Wayne and people uh, who have made it. Uh, thus far, I think that they have taken advantage and tapped into this entitlement. Is that a, a fair argument? I think it is. I think that by nature, when you do something repetitively, especially for as long as Little Wayne has been in the game, he's been um, rapping for, what, 25 years? He's mm -hmm. been a legit star since he was 15. I think you get burnt out. And so I think sometimes when you move through the process and everything just sort of becomes automatic, you lose your passion for it or to the same degree. It's not exciting anymore. It doesn't present the same challenge. You kind of know what's going to happen. Oh, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do wobbly wobbly. I'm going to do the motto. I'm mm -hmm. You know, like <laughs> you, it's set up and maybe you aren't as interested or engaged anymore. So I think that as an artist, you have to find ways. And that's why I think that you see a lot of times artists or moving on to something else because they're simply bored with what they've created. But at the same time, they have to remember that hunger, like you said, that they were um, dying to get where they are, really wanting to be there and be respectful to the fans that are taking their time out, paying their money to support you so that you can do what you love for a living. You make a great point. Uh, Mimi says that if he was three hours late, she says she wants a refund. I'm not mad at that either. I do think that it's a little pompous of an artist who has become successful in their craft to just say, this is my new artist. So y'all need to go ahead and bop your heads. Y'all need to go ahead and vibe with them and show them love just because I said so. It takes away from what, even Lil Wayne knows to be true because he recently had a conversation. He sat with Missy Elliott and they had a whole conversation about what it was like to get into the industry when they were younger. And you had to put in work and it was much harder. We didn't have social media. You needed to do artist development and training and different things like that. So he's essentially taking that away from his new artist and saying, listen, I put my stamp on this guy. So you guys need to go ahead and vibe with him just because I said so in a, in, in a way, I think it's a little pompous to do so. No, I agree opinion. with you, but I also think that that is a byproduct of there probably was a time. Think about when young um, little Wayne started young money, every um, act on their pop to a degree, you know, people were screaming for little twist and tiger. And, you know, that's questionable to some, to me. I don't know. But I, I think that you get, you know, you get accustomed to certain things that are afforded to you and you forget your early beginnings. And I agree with you. It's a bit arrogant. It's a bit pompous. And it is taking advantage of your fans' good nature and good grace. I, I hear that. And I agree with you. I just, my my last standing on this is just to say, if you are so comfortable to end a show just because they're not liking you then just leave right just leave the industry if it has become repetitive if it is just another thing you've already made money in it millions of dollars in it I'm not going to look at Google to see what the net worth is because people say that Google lies. Kiki Palmer recently talked about the fact that she her net worth is not what Google says that it is. And many people have talked about that as well. But I'm not going to Google it. But I'm just saying you have become successful. Lil Wayne has become successful and made millions of dollars in his 
field. And if it is becoming repetitive or it's redundant to a certain degree, just just leave the game and leave the game while you're on top. Don't make yours. Don't make a bad name for yourself as you leave. That's that's sort of where I stay. Where I, where I am on the situation. B in YouTube says, Bone Thugs and Harmony have been around for longer, and every time I've seen them perform, they still give it their all and excited throughout the performances. Now, that's what I'm talking about, B. I like that. I love I love that, as a matter of fact. I love when an artist who has been around very, very long, Bone Thugs and Harmony, who's been around for just this, I mean, not... I'd have to look at the exact years, but a, a, a good portion of time. Very, 93. Thank you. 30 years. Thank you. So in the same I realm. I believe it's 93. <laughs> it, yeah, or, yes, exactly. So if that's if that's the case and they still have excitement, that's all I'm saying. I love when, when uh, people appreciate their fans and they still give it their all as though this were day one. So thank you for that, B. Um, and, yeah, I, I agree. I think that uh, Lil Wayne, I don't know. I would want a refund, and I don't know if I would go see another Lil Wayne concert. I'm going to just say that. <laughs> I don't know. Would you go see, knowing what you know, Jill, are you going to see a Lil Wayne concert in Los Angeles if he does it again? So, I don't know. I just saw Lil Wayne in December for um, Amazon Prime concert series, and he was on time. So, you know, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's a little different. But yeah. I don't know if I will put my own coins down and wager that bet because I don't have a lot of patience. So. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing. I don't know if I'm putting my money up. But uh, if, if you want to give me tickets, I might roll through. Anyway, Jill, uh, thank you again for calling into the Raw Report. And they will see you on Friday. Remember, Jill will be sitting in for the Raw Report this Friday. I will be out of town, but she's going to hold it down. Let everybody know where they can find you online, Jill. You guys can follow me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. If you want to hit me up with something you want to see on this show on Friday or you want to hear, make sure to hit me up and let me know you heard me at the Rob Report. I appreciate you, Robin. It's always an amazing time talking to you. Thank you so much. Enjoy your night and they will see you Friday. Bye. Fahima says she was done with Lil Wayne after the Emmett Till disrespect fiasco. Listen, Lil Wayne has uh, <laughs> Lil Wayne has set a few people off during his time, but you know that's that's inevitable. You're you're around in the spotlight for long enough, you will tick some people off. And Mimi, yes, the concerts are too expensive for foolishness. We ain't got time for that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's go ahead. When we come forward, we will get to who's got next. I really like this song and what I don't want you to miss on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report in KBLA Talk 1580. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk think y'all are liking it not everybody does but i think y'all are liking it listen b I, I hear you i agree this is like a friday night vibe type of thing mimi says i agree nice vibe is this reggae or afro beats that is a fantastic question and one that i do not know because uh what i need to find out is what the key elements are of an afro beats track versus a reggae track i feel like when we were all growing up and you went to the clubs and you heard real actual reggae music uh it's it's a slight difference you feel it and maybe know it when you hear it i don't know um this is afro beats according to andy 
I was going to go that route because it doesn't it doesn't give me reggae. But, you know, so there is a difference, I think, when you feel it. But uh, I'd like to know what the actual differences are. Not just feeling, but what the actual differences are. Uh, yes. Okay. So that was that was Tyla, Girl Next Door, featuring featuring Ira Star, Ira Star. Penny Thompson says that was a nice vibe. I agree with you all. I heard about this particular play. It's a musical, actually. I heard about it recently, and I had to look it up because there was some hype around it. Now, of course, some of you, many of you are not in Los Angeles, but those of you who are, I think you should check it out. I think I want to go as well. It's called Six. Tell me if you've heard about this. Six is uh, it's playing at the Pantages Theater in Hollywood. And it says that it's the most boisterous musical you'll find out about. You'll find about divorces and beheadings. <laughs> divorces and beheadings. Uh, six tells the story of the six wives of the 16th century monarch Henry VIII. As they each try to persuasively sing about who suffered the most. <laughs> this seems so juicy. This is something that I would totally be into. I don't know if you're into this thing. But a New York critic says that the snappy musical sees the queens sing their heads off and the audience loses its mind. If that sounds interesting to you, please go ahead and check this out. Again, it's called Six. It's happening at the Pantages Theater. But often uh, musicals and plays uh, are on the road and they will go to different cities. Just think Hamilton. Think about how long Hamilton was in New York on Broadway and how they made their way even to, to a lot of different other cities. But they came over to Hollywood as well. B says, uh, depends on the artist, uh, who the artist is and who was actually supposed to actually perform. Oh, I see what you're saying. He's responding. B is responding. I don't know if you're who B is, but uh, you're talking about the uh, the the poll right now that's up in YouTube, which says, will you wait for the performance if the artist is three hours late? Like we're talking about with Lil Wayne. Well, uh, right now, mo everybody says, no, you are not waiting. That's what I'm saying. I'm going home and I'm going to get in the bed and I am going to turn on my TV shows because I don't have a lot of time to watch TV anyway. So that's really my vibe. My vibe is late night putting on some TV and I'm chilling like that is completely my, my vibe. Isn't it funny that the older we get, we choose to chill at home. I feel like nothing is out there for me unless it's an event or a musical, like a play or something like that. And do you feel that same way? Yeah, because it's just, what is it? Somebody describe to me, tell me what it is about getting older and wanting to go home. <laughs> you don't want to be out there on the scene anymore. That's where I'm at in my life. And I love where I'm at in my life. I hope you love where you are at as well. It has been a fun show. As a quick reminder, I will not be here Friday. I'm, I'm going to say it again. You're probably going to hear me say it uh, before Friday again because you need to know that. And you need to know that Jill Monroe, who called in today and is a regular Raw Report contributor of ours, uh, she will be sitting in for me. And I know she is going to be fantastic and bring you the latest and the greatest of what's happening in the entertainment news that day. So I'm excited for that. And uh, I'm excited for all of you. I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in, watching. Mimi says she'd wait for Beyonce. I ain't mad at you, girl. I am not mad at you. 
Well, listen, it is about to be a fire show because you already know Zoe. Ooh, those are bars. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I tried. He's about to have an awesome show, as he always does. You already know he is going live right now. When we come forward, you will hear his voice. And the topic of the night is how to bring yourself to heal, how to deal with or heal your inner conflict and free yourself. Okay, Zoe. My name is Robin Ayers. I'm your host, and I will see you tomorrow. We're going to have a great show tomorrow. Remember that today and every day moving forward to be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.